Welcome to another episode of A Little Knowledge, the show that tests you on things you really should know more about, but don't, because you've been too busy wondering when Cardi B is going to make a new meme for the coronavirus variants. I'm Brendan Giuliani, and joining me, as always, is the host organism, Pat McCaffrey. Salamat nasi goreng, Pat. Ah, oh, bagus. <laughs> We should Some do an also. Indonesian episode, <laughs> Some people may not know this about me. I did high school in Indonesian. You can tell. Uh, it's pretty obvious. You can you can just, as I walk down the street, people assume I can speak Indonesian. I can see it in their eyes. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> That's <laughs> a man who can count pretty much to 10 in Indonesian. <laughs> no, no, no. Just seven and eight. That's all I could do. <laughs> Dalapan uh, means nine. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. S- no, Simbila. Damn it. Damn yes, it. I win. <laughs> I'm editing that. Uh, well, this week, uh, this week, Brennan, I am going to be testing you uh, on a subject that is pew pew uh, close to my heart. Uh, no, it isn't. Uh, the law. I can follow the rules. I can follow the rules, and we'll have a good day when we follow the. Rules. I did legal studies because a few mates and I found out that the man who was going to teach legal studies, like next year, when we were in year eleven, we found out the guy who was going to take year twelve legal studies was a man who, until that year, had only ever taught PE before. And we were just like, what is going to happen with this man? Mm. Um, and we also heard a rumour that I'm sure was not true, but we heard a rumour that he had got a girl in the year above us pregnant. So we thought it was really going to be like him teaching himself how to run his defence at trial <laughs> rather than like <laughs> teaching us how the law worked. Um, but yeah, that's where I started with law. And then obviously I, I did go to uni and actually do a degree, which um, I'm putting to use every day in every way. Um, well, my first question to you about your old teacher is, is that defamation? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't named him. I haven't even identified him. Um, uh, or her. Equally. Equally. Uh, yeah. Uh, she got a girl in the year level above pregnant. There are many ways in which people cohabit, Brendan. Okay, right? Cohabit. Cohabit. Live co-habit. together. You know, like IVF, that kind of thing. Freezing eggs. Let me talk about the law, all you right? You think IVF no, is no people more questions. together? No more questions from the gallery. Um, Order! <laughs> we'll see. I've got so many questions I want to ask you about, like, uh, like common, I think, misunderstandings about law and that kind of thing. And one of them, now that you've said order, I was going to ask this way later, but, like, I think, I think one of the great things that probably annoys a lot of lawyers is the way that courtroom scenes are played out mm. in like television and movies in particular uh, so i was going to ask you how do you think you like make an objection in court i feel like american legal dramas are always a little more sexy than australian legal dramas australian legal dramas adhere more to the sort of public service vibe of a real courtroom mm. i think um you know, in American legal drama, the judge will be like, order, and then the defense attorney will get out a gun and <laughs> point it at the defendant and make him yeah. get on the ground. Mm. That is unrealistic. It is unrealistic, yeah. Because um, there are there are um there are in Australian courtrooms at least, you walk through a metal detector before exactly. you go in. Yeah. You can get out a plastic rake at max, max and threaten one. the defendant yeah. with that. Nowadays you could get a three D printer to print you a plastic gun. <gasps> and that's legal. That's the world we live in. Yeah, now. exactly. The objections. So let's talk about courtroom stuff. So like objections. So I reckon the one of the attorneys stands up and says objection, mm-hmm. and then that's it. They don't scream it. They don't. No. They just say it, and yes. then the judge 
is like, all right, all right, no, nah, and that's it. Well, what the crucial part that gets missed in all of this is that the lawyer has to explain why they're objecting. Ah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's cheating. It's well, more fun than you just say objection to everything. Well, no, well, and also the other thing that it kind of, the other thing that's suggested is that lawyers object whenever something goes wrong. Sometimes lawyers just won't object because, yes, technically the other side's doing something wrong, but it's of no consequence whatsoever. Um, have you ever been to court? I have. Uh, I once, I think on a whim, I walked into the Supreme Court and watched a trial for a bit. And they really do, similar to this podcast, need to edit out the long, boring bits. It re- Yeah, it's very boring. The one I watched, this is actually crazy to watch. That was a jury impanelment. Is that a real world? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and they got through like almost all the jurors and then they got to the guy who, they got to one guy and they made him say the thing, but he couldn't understand what they were saying. Uh, his English wasn't good enough uh-huh. and they just had to get rid of the whole jury and that, the whole day was wasted. Yep. That well, would not be on a show. Well, see, and that was going to be, no, that was going to be my next question. How do you get out of jury duty? <gasps> um, Let's say you get a letter because, you, you know, you could get a letter saying, hey, you're required to perform jury service. And I say, I'm sorry, I'm actually recording a world-famous podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah Our that, that, 15 that, listeners are eagerly that, <laughs> awaiting my every word. That, how many people on a jury? 12 Correct. angry men. Yes. Oh, it's the same. It, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, so how would you get out of jury duty? I reckon if you're pregnant, you get out. Uh, health gonna, reasons, yeah. Does yeah. that count? Because yep. you can't have a baby in the middle of the trial. And if you were just... I mean, you can. Great episode of Boston oh, Legal. That yeah, would amazing. just lead to hilarity. Yeah, and they put a little judge robe on the baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm an order. I want to order another one. It'd, it'd be like an episode of Barrister Babu. <laughs> oh, I, can we talk about that Can we not? talk about that? And can yeah. we link to oh, that? Man. Barrister Babu yeah. is an Indian TV show that I found in a deep, deep YouTube dive, which is about a child bride who becomes a child lawyer for some reason. And it is clearly filmed in one room. That's the great thing about it. It's just like they've clear, they just shift where the camera, it's like the camera is moving around like a clock or something. Oh. Yeah. And so like, it'll be like, Oh, a scene, a flashback to like a scene where she's talking to like the ghost of an ancestor and it's just a different filter and they put a plate on the wall and a sheet up. It's fantastic. Please, (laughs) if I can figure out how to do that, click the link in the description. And not not even just like a solicitor. She's not doing wills and estates. Like she's in court. Is that court? I think so. You I can't tell because court and a house and heaven are all the same room. That's <laughs> the Babu. Yeah, check it out. Okay, um, so it, you so can either be pregnant yep. or you can be Barrister Babu. <laughs> and they well, say, see, if you were, if you, like, mm. you know, there would be some professions who would be able to say, so you, there's, a, there's a clause where you can say, you know, it would be an inconvenience to society. So like if you're a surgeon, maybe you could say, hey, it would be better if I wasn't spending oh. my time here rather than working in a hospital. Whoa, and then they judge like how useful you are. I guess, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Brendan, um, what's the difference uh, between common law 
and law passed by parliament. Uh, common law is just like super basic, you know. Yeah. Common law is just like the law that everyone knows. That I'm not even joking here. The law that everyone knows and judges kind of know and everyone knows it. It's just judges like... Judges kind of know it. It's just like... <laughs> They're paid to know. No, it's just like... The ju- like you get before a judge yeah. and you've done something mm-hmm. and it's not written in the book so you can't do it. But the judge is like, come on, you can't do that. Is everyone that, what, is that, is that how that. it became common law? The judge would say, come on. Yeah. Come on. Come, <laughs> became, come on. Come on, law. Come on, law. Exactly. Yeah. And the judge is like, come on. Like, you know, it's not written in the law book that you can't make a pyramid of cows on top of your car and drive it through Sydney. Sure. But you do it and they're like, we didn't write that down, but you're taking the piss down. That's kind of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's judge-made law um, as opposed to law that's passed by parliament. That's the exact opposite of what I meant. But cool, yeah, let's pretend that's what I meant. No, no, but like the, the thing with the cows on a car in Sydney, like, you know, there's probably no specific law against that. But like the judge's finding would be that that constitutes maybe animal cruelty or okay. something. You know what I mean? And so like that then becomes part of the common law. And so next time someone drives with 12 cows, well, maybe next time someone drives with six cows through Sydney, mm. it comes before a judge. And then the person who drove through with six cows said, oh, six cows wasn't cruel. You know, because the pyramid was smaller, you know, there was a sturdier base and it was a, a bigger car. So, you know, it wasn't animal cruelty. Mm. And so the judge would be able to say, well, 12 cows was animal cruelty. And maybe they say this wasn't animal cruelty because you're right. It was a sturdier pyramid and it was smaller. Or maybe they say it was still animal cruelty. That is kind of common law because the, the parliament isn't bothering to pass a law saying how many cows constitute animal cruelty on top of a station wagon. Yeah. Um, yeah. A little knowledge. Mm. And so, Brandon, what would you say you prefer in terms of a justice system? Uh, trial by jury or trial by media? <laughs> trial by moron. Trial by moron? Okay. Yeah, where you have to fight an idiot <laughs> in a Colosseum style I see, structure. yeah. So the accused is is put, you know, in a, in a Colosseum with who? Carrie Ann Kennelly. And mm. they have to just kind of duke it out. Yeah. And then you she's know, a biter. If, if Carrie Ann wins, me. she took my advice. Yeah, <laughs> she does look like a biter. Oh. She'd be a dirty fighter. Okay, I'll tell okay. you. Yeah, um, your trial by media is great though. Very quick, very uh, efficient, and fun. Yeah, yeah. And the jury is like everyone. You, you get a go. To to 12. It's democratic. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen what they do on a current affair? Oh. Stupid trial by judges don't put fun diagonal stamps. No, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah. Criminal. No. <laughs> exactly. Devastating. Trial by jury, no sound effects. Never heard a single sound effect in my life. They need to spice it up. Never seen a photo go from colour to black and white, you know? Yeah, and put like a black and white filter. Yeah. And they look like dodgy. They're eating like... Uh, potato and gravy and it's like oh. look at him <laughs> oh you know he's shonky look at him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they've never um, you never really hear enough uh, from trial by jury uh, about disability fraud you know no. whereas a current affair is all over that like they, they will have grainy footage of someone you know getting out of a wheelchair and onto a bus uh, you know probably three to four nights a week oh at least that's on a slow news night. Yeah. Um, also, they say, you know, oh, judges. Ugh. They say things like, oh, 
the way someone eats their potato and gravy, Mr. McCaffrey, is prejudicial. It's not prejudicial. It's informative <laughs> into how they did the crime. Exactly. And you see, you say things like how they did, did the crime. The crime. Exactly. It's, it's not so Not much. boring things like if they did the crime. Yeah, it's how they got away with it. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, of course, Current Affair, not the only people doing this now. True crime podcasts. If you want, yeah, to listen. Like, we love true crime podcasts. It's a weird thing. We should start... This should become a true crime podcast. I'm going to kill you and start a true crime podcast about how I got away with it. And I'm going to narrate my own murder. Ooh. How about that? Saucy. Give us a Walkley. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like um, trial by jury, never any drone footage of someone's house. Never any footage of them leaving court. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, And jurors are meant to sit through that when their phones provide a plethora of interesting exactly. Cardi B content on the reg. And and you know what, really? It's cruel that jurors have to sit in court and listen to the trial without the ability to get their phone out and follow the live Twitter feed of the, the journalists in the, in the court tweeting about what's happening and giving their hot take on it. You know? The judge says that not to do that, but you know they do it. The, the judge is also running a couple of those accounts, like, for fun. Like, yes! just fake accounts. Yeah. Like, Batuta legal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, you know, judge looks unimpressed with this evidence. (laughs) (laughs) Can you give me, like, from, you know, like, uh, as best you can, what would happen from, like, the point at which someone's arrested to the point at which they go to jail? Like, (laughs) like, how does that process work? I have the exact same feeling as when I talked about Star Wars. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... You're living in your digital house <laughs> made of microchips. Yeah. Uh, what are you arrested for? Uh, let's say armed robbery. All right. So you've done your... Actually, we don't know if you've done your armed robbery. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that 7-Eleven camera lied. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Brendan going full Soft like- on crime. <laughs> Vote Brendan Giuliani. I'll protect your kids from your other kids. Okay. Um locking up half your kids for your benefit <laughs> so you get arrested mm-hmm. cops knock on your door or they catch you in the in process the act, yeah. in the act uh they're gonna say something to you like blah blah right to remain silent but yeah. not i know some of that's american and i yeah. don't i'm not sure we have a version of that like yeah it's yeah all right and then they put you in handcuffs put you in the car I think they all, Ford Territory. They don't, probably don't always put you... Oh, I suppose for armed robbery, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's a nice day and you want to go for a walk. Yeah, they probably confiscate the gun as well if they've caught you in the act, you know. It depends Imagine they put metal. the handcuffs on you, but you get to keep the gun. <laughs> <laughs> You're just walking around, hello. No, you get to keep the gun, but they empty of it at the ball. Oh, the right, okay. You can so, still use it as a kosh, I suppose. Oh. Yeah. Melon koshy. <laughs> <laughs> Whipped in the morning. Um, so then they so put you in the pretend, car. Let's pretend... Mel and Koshi have committed an armed robbery. Together? Yeah. Oh, yeah. don't... Two they've, people. And, and two of them, they've dressed in face masks of each other. Ah. <laughs> ah. This is like the... There is a bridge and there's one question and yeah. the one that never lies and one always <laughs> lies. Anyway, the police have arrested Mel and Koshi. And that one person. Oh, don't give me two people. Okay, fine. They've arrested... They put you in the car and... In the front seat, because we're Australian. (laughs) 
How's your day, mate? Oh, uh, yeah. How you going? Yeah, yep, yeah. good. No yeah. eye contact for the rest of the time. No. Nah. You happy if I take the M1? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Classic <laughs> yeah. freeway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, beautiful freeway. Then... It takes traffic like nothing. <laughs> then... Uh, they take you to the police station. Mm-hmm. They take your fingerprints. And... Possibly, yeah. They put you in a cell. And then you await, like... I don't know. Do they like email the court and be like, got another one? And they're like, another one? And like, never ends. Oh, and <laughs> then <laughs> they, then they, you're sitting in that place for a while. Somehow a judge comes back to you. You must have to appear in front of a court somewhere, I guess, and be like, pretty quickly, generally. Yeah, to be like, do I stay in this jail cell or not? Like in the police station? And then they say yes or no. I reckon if it's, no, you can't leave because we caught you in the act, you go to like one of those big remand centers. Is that a thing? Like a like a mini jail mm. while you're waiting for trial mm. or you go on bail. And then you await your trial in some building that you're going to tell me about. I don't know which building. And then you... <laughs> building? <laughs> well, I assume yeah. it's a building. Yeah, yeah. You just make it sound like an office block. It's not like a gazebo, is yeah. it? <laughs> um, and then you have your trial. I reckon that takes... Okay, your armed robbery, I reckon that takes like a month? Depends a bit on a couple of factors. What if what if Koshi says, I'm pleading guilty? Um, no trial at all. No trial. I reckon that's wrapped up in like would- a day. Probably less than. You would just have to go to court and say guilty and then the judge would set out a sentence. On the spot? Uh, basically, the judge would know beforehand you were going to plead guilty. So at that stage, the judge could have worked, like well beforehand, the judge would know you're going to plead guilty and so could have worked out a sentence. And they would hear submissions from the police on what the sentence was going to be. They'd say, oh, gosh, he's pretty dangerous. Ever since, um, you know, uh, Mel left, he's gone off the rails. Now he's lost Sam Armitage as well, you know. <laughs> He, uh, he's been relying on cash cow for drug money. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we think, we, you know, for the good of the community, we should put him away for a while. And then you go to jail or not, you get released. Uh, and that's the end. Yeah. And from go to woe, I reckon it's like a year. Probably a bit longer, but yeah, yeah, more or less. All yeah. right. Uh so like I think I asked you a while ago on the sport podcast like to name some fam- like famous footballers I was going to say like name some famous like criminals <gasps> Ned Kelly oh yeah okay I didn't have him yeah Snowtown guy yeah all the serial killers um yeah. uh Malonglo State Park one the famous one which one the the worst one Wolf Creek one. Oh, uh Falconia Peter no Falcon? he was the victim oh <laughs> Oh my god! You okay? This is why you didn't become a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, Your yeah. Honor, I've confused my yeah. client with the victim. Very sorry. <laughs> Just uh, control yeah. find replace the name and <laughs> all of the submissions. Uh, so, Brendan, what would you understand by the concept of the rule of law? Because um, we both we both read the news a lot, and remember when Christian Porter uh, stood down as Attorney General. 
and there was a lot of talk about the rule of law being a principle that governed Australia. Mm. Um, so what, what do you understand the rule of law to mean? The rule of law is when you're playing Tekken 3 and you choose the character law. And then when you stomp on your opponent's head, you have to say, this is the rule of law. Replay. And then you have to press start. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. Uh, Tekken 3 seems an unlikely game for you to have played. Christoph, Christian Porter is a massive controller hog. He will not give you a go on Tekken 3, even if you ask nicely. Wow. That's that's defamation. <laughs> sue me, Porty. Please don't sue me. We know that you hog the controller. <laughs> uh, no, no, so you, ca- you cannot defame the dead. You can say whatever you like about dead people. Whoa. Yeah. So Haley Joel Osment saying, I see dead people. Yeah. He's like, I see dead people as a threat to society and racists. Yeah. I, I think Bruce Willis was a paedophile. There, I said it. Bruce Willis isn't dead. I mean, in the context of the film. <laughs> Obviously. You can still defame Bruce Willis well, I, right I didn't now. didn't know the name of his character in the film. I to the remember future that estate of Mr. Willis, we apologize. Well, no, to the future estate of Mr. Willis, I say you're a pedophile. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to the, the estate. The now, the, esta- <laughs> the estate is still there, Pat. No, the estate only exists once he's dead. Uh, okay, Brendan, uh, next question. Let's say you were, um, you know, driving too fast uh, in a built-up area. Uh, a lot of pedestrians um and you know it was a 30 zone you were just doing 70 80 uh you get a speeding fine or speeding tax unconstitutional as you call it. yeah i'm um, unconstitutional uh i am a queen's subject oh yeah oh god yeah and Sovereign under the 1878 act of Actually, weights and measures yeah that's a good thing what is it that they believe in that the australian constitution like has no authority over them is that the point or it's, it's either like no authority or it's the only authority. I think yeah. they interchange those, which really aren't interchangeable. <laughs> no, no. They love the queen. The queen is, is like magic and the sovereign. Look, look, I'm with them there. The, okay. queen, the queen is, she's, she's all there. <laughs> and now that she's single, <laughs> McCaffrey is ready to mingle. <laughs> so you get a what was your question you get a speeding tax speeding ticket speeding tax you get a speeding tax unconstitutional from the sovereign yeah and um, you want to fight it I, I want to fight it then what am I going to do I'm going to call the number on the on the fine and I'm going to talk to Vic Rhodes which is always fun mm-hmm. and uh, then they're going to say you can go you can challenge it and it's going to be some very suburban depressing 70s building isn't it it's yep. not going to be the sexy sandstone oh, supreme God, no, court no, no. there'll be no fountain out the front there'll be nothing it's yep. going to be like it's going to be vic roads but it's going to have a picture of something legal in it instead of a car yeah it's going to be a picture of something legal yeah yeah just like a legal event taking place <laughs> like someone holding a concert and holding up the the permit they've got from parks victoria to hold it it's gonna have instead of a portrait of the queen it's gonna have a portrait of law from tekken 3 yeah yeah and then you go With there his foot on someone's head yeah and then you go there and you say to oh like a ju- is it a judge I'm or is sh- it like a fake judge? I'm not sure what Do you have to guess which the real judge is? <laughs> That's the first test. Yeah, I'm not sure technically what their title would be, um, whether they're technically called magistrates or whether they're called something else. Um, but yeah, so you're ending up in VCAT, basically, is your point. 
Um, VCAT. Yes. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking yeah. administrative justice. <laughs> the best kind. The, uh, the kind that involves the most paperwork. Oh, the only accessible kind of justice. Mm. Um, and then you go through a boring process and they're like, yes or and, no. And you're probably just doing this yourself. That's the be- That would be the thing that would drive the people at VCAT crazy is that most of the time there wouldn't be lawyers at VCAT. Like if you're just charging, challenging a speeding fine, like... Why would you hire a lawyer? I realize I should not have walked into the Supreme Court. I should have walked into VCAT because yep. that's where the real action is. You definitely should have. Yes. People say oh people God. would yep. go to the highest authority. They'd be like, yep. you gave me a speeding fine? Mm-hmm. Well, let me drag out the Magna Carta. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love just like go yeah. for the big guns. And they probably just like refuse to recognize the uh, the jurisdiction of the the VCAT or whatever that is. This is what I never understood about these people. Mm. They think that the government and the courts are like fake and evil and unconstitutional and essentially like an invading power. Mm. But then they try to use that argument on the invading power as if they're going to be like, you got us. We're illegitimate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why don't you just think that you're in a show trial and like you're still screwed because they, they've got the weapons? Well, exactly. If you're up against, you know, um, the government in... Yeah if, you're, yeah, if you're up against this evil, all-knowing, all-powerful force, then you're screwed anyway. I, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a very innocent, naive, beautiful faith in democracy, even when you believe that it's fake and wrong. Yeah. So, you Good know. on those people. They reinforce my faith in democracy. Yeah, but they decrease your faith in vaccines. <gasps> But anyway, sorry, speaking of uh, legal and illegal, uh, I went through uh, some strange laws that may or may not still be on the books, Brendan. And I want to ask you whether the following laws are true and or false. Um, Yeah, and whether you can tell me, uh, yeah, whether or not these are real. So first of all, is it an offence in Western Australia to possess 50 kilograms of potatoes? No. Yes, it is. It's actually... It is an offence under the Marketing of Potatoes Act of 1946 uh, to possess more than 50 kilograms of potatoes, equally like to sell or receive or to buy, uh, unless you're a member of the Potato Council in Western Australia. Because this is the sort of stuff that I... Tr- like, I trust you that you're giving me the right answers. This is like, you know, you pop a... Like a beer camp top. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. Has, you're like, oh, yeah. And you're like, that's not fucking true. But... If you tell me it's true. It's on the books. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So just, uh, well, it is one of those things though, you know, if you're going to go into WA, just, you know, as you're driving over the border from South Australia, do you see hordes of people just ditching potatoes as they get across so they can get down to 49 kilos of potatoes? Uh, Next one. Is it illegal in Australia uh, or is it illegal in some Australian states to walk on the left-hand side of the road? On the footpath or the road? On the footpath. On the left-hand side. No. Correct. It is not illegal to walk on the left-hand side of the road. Is it, uh, in South Australia, is it an offence to injure, kill or capture a homing pigeon? Yes. It is. Yes. 
Uh, although why you'd want to take a homing pigeon, I don't know. Because presumably they always find their way home. That's the thing about homing pigeons. Like You have to make it a new home. Oh, I see. <laughs> so it would only work to steal a homing pigeon if you said, relax, I'm taking you to your new home. Yeah. Not, I'm stealing you. Yeah, because you the homing pigeon knows. You can't steal. That's true. You cannot steal a homing pigeon. They always know. You cannot steal what cannot be stolen. Exactly. Um, what about... Uh, oh, this is good. In Victoria, are rainmaking activities illegal? No. Yes. What? Yeah. So it's like seeding clouds and that sort of stuff. Oh, like actual rain. Yeah. I think you meant like ceremonial rain making. No, no, no. Oh. But when do you think the law making it illegal to like seed clouds in Victoria was passed? Oh. I assume after the aeroplane. Um, I'm going to say like the 80s. A lot of stuff happened in the 80s. 1967. There must have been some crazy Russian thing going on. And they're like, we put seed in <laughs> If you like, it can rain. If you don't like, pass it through Parliament. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'm not even sure whether rainmaking is illegal in the rest of the country. Maybe Victoria is the only place that, that worked out what the Russians were up to. <laughs> oh, well, we don't need it, you know. We've got enough of our own rain coming from nature <laughs> every day. <laughs> <laughs> Four seasons. Uh, um, what about in South Australia? Is it illegal to sell a fridge... That is bigger than 43 litres. Yes. It absolutely is. Correct. Why? It is uh, illegal to sell a fridge in South Australia under Section 58B of the Summary Offences Act that is any bigger than 42.5 litres. Unless the fridge was made prior to, I think, 1968. What does that like mean? That. Why? I don't know. And, 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 and unless it can be a big fridge if you can open the doors from the inside. I guess what they're worried about is like that a domestic fridge might be big enough to trap someone. Yeah, in well, it. what about commercial fridges? Well, but presumably you can open those doors from the inside. Oh, so unless. So if yeah, you can open yeah. from the inside, it's allowed. Yes. Yeah. That you've hidden. That's not the question. But how big is a 42.5 litre fridge? That doesn't seem fits that about to me. forty-two liters inside it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Uh, next question: um, Is it an offence in Victoria to harness a goat to your vehicle and drive it through a public area? It should be. It is. Yeah. Good on us. A goat or a dog. State. Yeah. That's been a little knowledge with me, Brennan Giuliani, and your resident legal egret, Pat McCaffrey. Hello. Go out and commit crimes. That's my advice. Okay, yeah. Pat, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Pat McCaffrey. And you can find me with a copy of the Constitution outside your local pub arguing with a large bouncer. And you can find this podcast anywhere you get your regular podcasts. Stay tuned for the next episode of A Little Knock. Bye! A Little Knowledge.